0: I have a big sentence in bold letters. Estella Tham is going ham! Wow, going ham Tham. I like that. She is just a monster in this league. You're listening to the Ultimate Podcast for the Ultimate Flag Football League with your hosts, Steve and Danny. Join us as we break down all the games, players, and updates from around the league. So get ready, because it's time for some Tough Talk. Welcome back to Tough Talk. I'm your host, Stephen Dolan, always joined by Danny Bascom. We're coming in hot this week. And speaking of hot, Danny, are the Sirens back on track?
1: The Sirens busted out two much-needed wins this weekend, and they did it. With their new additions to the roster. Now, in week two, a bunch of subs came into play. And two two subs in particular went to the Cobras and dominated that week. The Sirens have officially acquired them for the remainder of the season. And some serious new additions. Melissa Berger at quarterback. And, and she is the new starting quarterback o- over Joey Davenport. She's a beast. Now, the word is that... You know they 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 assigned Melissa Berger the starting QB position, and uh, Davenport had to take a, a sidetrack, and she was nowhere to be found this Sunday, and I'm wondering, you know, is is she out because she's not
0: quarterback anymore or what? I mean, if if her pride got in the way that much and she, you know, stepped out on the games, you know, that's not a show of confidence in your team. And I, right. I don't know if she'll be back. And that's know. just
1: speculation on our part. It could have been, you know, an emergency or just simply a scheduling issue. You never know. But I, I don't know. I, I it's, it's a little suspect because you got this new quarterback. Not only that, she showed up and took two wins. And so, you know, she might be,
0: you know, her pride might be hurt. Berger looks to be the real deal Over 400 yards and 7 touchdowns this weekend Yeah, and I believe only one interception Yeah, she was absolutely amazing for this team You know, she really looked to be able to turn this Sirens offense around And and not to mention, their
1: second edition Jaleesa Amazaga This girl... Definitely lit it up, and the, it was a much needed. We've been talking all season long that the Sirens needed to step up their receiving core, and you pair Amazaga now with Taryn Kurtz and Katrina Nicholson, and you're looking at a fresh trio that could very well make it to the Tough Cup, Tougher so, Cup.
0: Now, I want to say this right before we, you know, continue to talk about the dominance of the Sirens with their new additions. They played the Swarm in the Mayhem this weekend, right? Eh. You're right. Eh, I, I hear you there. and But I still think that
1: they've got some much-needed weapons. Okay, like mm-hmm. we said, a new trio, Nicholson, Taron Kurtz, and uh, Jaleesa Amazaga. Now they're led by their new starting quarterback, Berger, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Brandon at center, who's just killing it. Yep. And I, I, I don't know. I think this team's he- definitely headed I- for it.
0: I, I think I think you're right. I think the Sirens truly are back on track. Granted, like I said, they played two teams this weekend whose records just aren't that great. But their defense is still dominant. They had three interceptions and two sacks on the weekend and only gave up 12 points.
1: Yeah, and not to mention eight interceptions on the season. That's pretty good, you know. Granted, the Cobras have doubled that, 16. Yeah. But nevertheless, I think that... You know, the Sirens we're talking about now is a different Sirens than we've seen in Week 1 and Week 2 because they've got new sparks of life and much needed at their top top new
0: receiver and top new quarterback. It's going to be interesting to see what the Sirens do this weekend, but let's jump into our next segment here. Let's talk about the predictions from this past weekend. The Tough Talk Podcast Weekly Prediction Contest. All
1: right, as we did on Tough 9... I made a little mistake this week. <laughs> okay, the thing is that you put in these predictions. Every week we do it on the podcast. You you guess all the tough nine and tougher games, and the person who predicts the most right games wins the new prize, which is $10 to- credit towards your player fees. And um, I forgot to put out total points on the game of the week. Whoops. Yeah, whoops. And I was hoping that there wouldn't be any ties and it wouldn't matter. We would just have an outright winner. A lot of people picked the mayhem over the sirens, and, and that cost them that. Because there were two guys that uh, guessed all fourteen games right, so we do have a tie, and because of that, I am going to pay out the ten dollars
0: player fee credit to both these guys because I made a mistake. Won't happen again. <laughs> and if they are listening, you know, congratulations to Mario Maldonado and and Greg Ellis, Greg Ellis, and those guys picked the perfect fourteen game streak. So that means well, they're paying attention to your games, ladies, yeah. because
1: they got all of them right. Right, they're the only two that picked the sirens over the mayhem. Wow! So faith in there. Everybody else thought the mayhem was going to take it. And Um, you know what? If Davenport was still at quarterback, the mayhem might absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's a big deal. And you know, I I hate to jump here, but let's let's speculate. If Davenport's out, what does this mean? I think it means one of two things. I think Davenport comes back in season two of Tougher with her own team, gunning, gunning for the sirens, right? Or the Swarm picks her up. And I think that could be a big deal.
0: If we were in Week One, and this would have happened, I think the Swarm could have picked her up absolutely. But roster lock has changed that. Yeah. In Tough Six, you know, for women, just like for men, you know, there is roster lock after Week Three. These players sign contracts. You know, it's after different. After
1: Week Four. After week, uh, no, a game four. Game four. It doesn't go by week, it goes by game. Yeah, right. so game four.
0: And so, you know, it's not like a lot of the other, you know, co-ed leagues or women's leagues out there. These are contracts you're signing for multiple seasons in a lot of cases. Right. You know, granted, you know, some some players only sign the one season contract and that's fine. But Davenport really could have gone to the Swarm and really helped them out. Yeah, because, you know, really on, on this,
1: I'm not going to spend too much time on the Swarm. Obviously, they're they're 0-5 at the moment. Right. I don't think they stand a chance for playoffs, and and in, th- in this case, the top four getting in. So we're gonna get into that later. But you know, Davenport could have been she she might not have been performing on the sirens, but you never know. Fresh team, fresh squad, fresh you know, fresh coach. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe Coach Belichick over there is putting too much pressure on her. Who mm-hmm. knows? Coach Tomlin, Coach Tomlin might 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 be the deal. And then you throw Shannon Johnson at receiver, pair her up with Amy Sarksian, right. who who seems to be the Swarm's best player right now. And uh, you never know, could have been different, but could have, should have, you know, should have, could have, would have. And maybe for next season, I think, like I said, either Davenport's coming with
0: a a revenge team or the Swarm picks her up. But so nevertheless, getting back to the predictions, do look for the link for next week's predictions in this post, right? Uh, They will be there and you can win $10 off your your next week's player fee or your next season, whatever that may be. Right. And then let's jump into this next team. the Cobras.
1: We are the Cobras. And we will. We will. Rock you. You know, we had speculated on the Tough Nine podcast that we might have been jumping the gun with the Untouchables calling them a potential dynasty. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the same for the Cobras. Maybe not dynasty, but potential dynasty is what we should have said. Right. And, you know, they very well might go 8-0 and this season and win the tougher cup.
0: I have a big sentence in bold letters. Estella Tham is going ham. Wow, going ham, Tham. I like that. She is just a monster
1: in this league. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they have the most passing yards as a team, the most touchdowns as a team. And they got those wins this weekend without those replacement subs and without their, their center, number 32, Lakeisha Hoffman. She's a good center, and they were missing her, and they still found ways to get around it. But we do have some breaking news. And it is breaking my heart to break this news. Cobra's wide receiver and defensive back number 23, Lin Ha, sustained a pretty bad knee injury, and she's questionable for the rest of the season. It looks like the Cobras lost her, and this could be just what their opponents needed. Lin Lin Ha, she's not their breakout star,
0: but she's definitely an impact player. Yeah, she had five total interceptions on the season so far. Two of them went back for touchdowns. That's, That's right. So, she's an impact player on the defense. Now, she's not necessarily the best cornerback they have, right. but she is a player, and she's definitely going to be missed. Right, I, and I think, you know, other teams can take advantage of this now. Mm-hmm. You know, they can attack the middle a little bit more now without Lin High in there. Speaking of teams that can attack, this, attack that, you know, and really take advantage of that, the Alliance. The Alliance, yes. Yeah, still coming out strong. The only game
1: they lost was to the Cobras, and... Obviously, I've got nothing bad to say about the Alliance. I mean, we said it last week. I'm going to say it again this week. They're just chock full of superstars from their rusher Melissa Schaefer to wide receiver core Shelly Peterson, Kelby Jones, you know, Shannon Willis. I mean, the list just goes on. Cena. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and then they've got core, core uh, cornerback crews like Do- Donnie Pass. I mean, like I could just go on and on with this. And I, I didn't mention Chelsea Pence. Like, like I said, it goes on and on. But the Alliance... They're 5-1. They lost to the Cobras. I believe 25-6, to six, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And what I want to know is, yes, they're probably going to lock in the number two seed. And if that happens, I could very well see the Alliance going up against the Sirens. And if the Sirens are continue gaining fire and getting flame like they have been, I think that that could be a shootout. You really and the Alliance of-
0: definitely ain't safe for the Tougher Cup. Yeah, man. It's... it's- It's going to be interesting to see which of these teams Alliance or or Sirens are going to be able to move on to the Tough Cup. You know, Casale has an embarrassment of riches at wide receiver. They don't have anybody that's standing out crazy, but they have tons of receivers. They have five capable pass catchers that work together very, very well and give Casale a stupid amount of options. Yeah, no,
1: I agree. And you know let, let let's say they got to play the sirens now they did the only time they played them this season was in week 2 and the uh, alliance almost blew them out 34 to 12 but we're looking at a revamped S- a sirens team here yep so and i think that revamp is going to cause a shootout in playoffs if if them two match up in playoffs like that remember it's going to be final 4 so, depending on where the Sirens end up in
0: seeding, they could either be playing the Cobras or the Alliance. I think it is going to come down to the Alliance versus the Sirens in game one because the, I, most likely this is going to be your two and three seed. You know, right I now agree. the Cobras look like to be number one, and, and this is two and three. And so these two will match up in that first round if everything keeps going the way it's going now. And it's going to be an absolute beast of a game
1: what do do you think if the alliance gets to the tougher cup like we've been predicting all season and they go to play the cobras i mean really what chances do you think they have to beat the cobras who are looking like the lady untouchables out there i'll put a number on it i think percent chance they have to beat the cobras in the tougher cup
0: yeah i think Uh i'm gonna put it at about 40 percent. maybe even maybe even 45 it's gonna be an insanely close game without ha in the lineup can, yeah, can can the, right. can the Cobras cover all five of these That's receivers? Right. You're
1: absolutely right there. That's a big deal.
0: So it's and like
1: we said, Lynn Ha's not not a breakout player, but she's an impact player. And when you're playing a team like the Alliance, who's got like five or six straight superstar receivers, you're going to need every cornerback on deck. And without Lynn, she was an integral part to their cornerback cor- uh, core.
0: Yeah, I mean Amber White can't do everything on defense. Right.
1: But speaking of Amber White, though. Beast mode again. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm almost ready to put out the Amber White challenge, and for anybody to beat her, beat beat her her stats every week, I do have something on that. I'm gonna break into that later, but I Amber White's killing it. I don't I don't see any receivers coming
0: close. I see one that's coming close. I see one too. We're gonna get into that. Should we get into that now or later? I want to get into it now because if we don't, this next team we're gonna talk about is gonna bring her up for me. All right, go ahead. What it's do you? The Mayhem's. Bianca, Bianca Nunez. Nunez. I
1: knew it was coming. She actually... I'm going to get into this now instead of later. And I'm going I'm to break out my player of the week a little early.
0: The Tough Talk Podcast Player of the Week.
1: We're doing a little something new on the podcast. And every week we're, I'm going to do a Tough Talk Podcast Player of the Week. And Steven's going to do one as well. And we're going to pick out not necessarily the one with the most stats or whatever. But I, we're going to pick out the player we thought had the biggest impact on that particular week. So player of the week. Mine's going to be Bianca Nunez. And the reason I picked her, she went absolutely insane. Now, the mayhem, we didn't establish this yet. Mayhem went through a triple loss this weekend. That's right. Three losses in one day. A big devastation to this team, putting them at one and four. Bianca Nunez just absolutely destroyed, Okay. In their game against the Alliance, she put up 80 yards and two touchdowns. Against the Sirens, she put up 90 yards and two touchdowns. But here's the kicker. Against the Cobras of all teams, she put up a whopping 145 touchdowns. Uh, 145
0: touchdowns. Wow! (laughs) That's crazy! 145 (laughs) touchdowns. (laughs) MVP of all tough for all time. Uh, 145
1: yards, which is still super impressive now. Before this, the record this season for most yards a receiver made in a single game was Amber White in Week 1 against... Yes, the mayhem. And Amber White put up 130 yards, and no one's
0: touched it since. And here comes Nunez putting up 145 yards against the top team. Not to mention that. She had the one touchdown with those 145 yards. Right. And she had two interceptions and a defensive touchdown. That's right?
1: What? Absolutely monster. And I'm just going to go ahead and, and just call her my player of the week. I didn't want to save it to the end of the podcast. But, okay, the, the mayhem, they are 1-4 now. Now, they're, they might be in jeopardy of getting ousted from playoffs it's a small chance but if they're if they don't put up this last weekend in another triple header you could see the mustangs swoop in The yes granted the mustangs are going to need a miracle but re- regardless i mean you're going to probably be lucky to make the fourth seed you're going to have to face the cobras in the semifinals. i mean that's a big deal off top so Hmm. The mayhem needs they need to do something.
0: You know, I think that if they continue to feature Nunez, Rivera, and Pacheco, that trio can definitely do some damage and be a surprise in the playoffs. Pacheco uh, uh, put up a big
1: game, a big week on Sunday, both offense and defense. She's number 17. But they also have they also have a good a core uh, duo of centers. They got number 10, Gabby Dominguez. Mm-hmm. She she gives Uh, Desiree Ortega a lot of time in the pocket to make her decisions and Ortega needs it trust me because Ortega's thrown 10 touchdowns but 8 interceptions Uh. you know so she can definitely get her numbers up she's a decent quarterback and we had speculated who should be quarterback Ortega or um, Valera and I I do I do stick by Ortega I think she just needs to step it up a little she needs to get those numbers up because She's got some good players on her team. Anyways, the second duo to that center is number three, Roxanne Rivera. She's a lot smaller, but she's a lot more uh, check-and-go. She can get chunk yardage from the center position. So they do a good job of rotating the center, and I think that's one good thing behind this team. They got Valera, they got Nunez, they got Pacheco. I mean, the Mayhem's a good team. They just need to get over this triple loss, look forward to their, their, their next triple
0: header, put up those numbers, and then it's going to look like they're going to have to go up against the Cobras in, in playoffs. Now, the team that they are fighting with for that last position in the playoffs is the next team we're going to talk about, and that is the Mustangs.
1: Are you ready to accept the
0: Mustang Challenge? Can Jonah Shao lead their team over the, Musta- or
1: over the Mayhem? You know, I want to talk about the Mustangs' defense. I think the Mustangs' defense is super underrated. They've got 13 sacks as a team, which is the most in the division. So for a team that's second-to-last place to have the most sacks, I mean, six of them, granted, went to Liz Carnes. This girl is leading in sacks, no less. She's number one, not Katrina Nicholson. So we got a new sack master in there. They've got 10 interceptions as a defense. I mean, that's that's pretty serious. I mean, 1,200 passing yards, 18 touchdowns. I mean, this is an underrated team. It really is. Granted, they had to play the Cobras. They lost 18-8. to Which ain't super serious. No. 10 points within the Cobras. Like I said, they're very underrated. And then get this 5 points
0: from beating the Alliance. You're a total of only 15 points away from beating the top two teams in the league. Now they're going to play the Mayhem. And they're going to play the Sirens in the last week of the season. If they can beat the newly revamped Sirens team, that's going to tell us a lot. And that could put them in the place of that fourth seed. And and, and outs the Mayhem. And outs the Mayhem. Especially if the Mayhem have a bad week. Granted, the mayhem's going to have to play
1: the Swarm. They're probably going to win that. But they also got to play the Alliance. And the Mustangs. And then the
0: Mustangs. Now, the Mustangs' path to the playoffs is by beating that team, the Mayhem. And then they also need the Mayhem to lose. Right.
1: And then they also need to beat the Sirens. So, granted... It's, it's a rough way, but it's, it's possible.
0: Mm-hmm. And like I said, this is a very underrated team. It really is. And, and I really think that they can definitely do work, but it, it's going to be a tough road for them. I, I think that if they do get that help from the Mayhem, I think they can get in the playoffs, but I don't think that they would go anywhere because they'd end up having to play the Cobras. Interesting. But they only lost by 10 points
1: last week. Yeah. Who's to say that, they, you know, that's two plays away? And know? now without Lin Ha? Exactly, and like just like I said before, la not an impact player, but it could be the,
0: you know, the kink in the armor. Could we see a potential upset? I'm always rooting for him. Yeah, I know you and, are, and <laughs> he's an know, underdog guy. Yeah,
1: if if you had to ask me, who do I want to see in playoffs more, Mayhem or Mustangs? Or yeah, I don't know. That's a rough one. Do I'd I rather see. see the Mustangs. I w- I would rather see the Mustangs to be honest because they've got they're seriously underrated defense. With 13 sacks and 10 interceptions as a team, that's pretty good, especially for a team that's one in five. Absolutely. You know, but then again, I do like the mayhem right now because I'm a big fan of Bianca Nunez.
0: You know, I think
1: she deserves to be in the playoffs.
0: I I think so, too, but I think that the Mustangs, I would rather see them because, you know, how underrated they are. Um, it would be an interesting story to see if they could potentially rectify that, you know, small 10-point loss and, and come back right. with a
1: vengeance. Very surprising. Yeah. All right, so... We got all these, these these game recaps out the way. I want to hear who your player of the week is.
0: That's right. We got we got yours out of the way earlier with Bianca Nunez. My player of the week is my favorite player and, and tough her and the one I keep coming back to every single week, and that's Brittany Longcaw. Oh, number five from the Cobras, right? Yep. She is an absolute beast. She only has two touchdowns uh, this past weekend, but she is an absolutely deep ball machine. She had five catches this weekend for 110 yards, yeah. 22
1: yards a catch, and in in a division where the the deep threat is not a huge thing, like it is in the men's division. I mean, this, she's a standout. She's, she's a standout for sure. And you, I totally agree with you, and why she should be your player of the week.
0: Now you pair her deep ball dominance with the possession dominance of Amber White, and you and, have and, a, and Nikki Spencer. And Nikki Spencer, She's just a deadly trio of of weapons, and she, and Brittany Lonca is definitely one of the best weapons in touch. She, she's going to be an integral part in this team becoming a dynasty. Truly. You know, when you got Estella
1: going ham, fam amber taking flight white dang and then and then and then you have britney Longkaw holding it all down right and then not to mention their center lakeisha hoffman who who is definitely you know gelling that together i also want to talk number 21 my she's definitely underrated she put up a lot of work and she stood out a lot in game film and when you have a team full of these superstars it's kind of hard to stand out and i think she did a good job and like you said, it's, it's it's about the entire team of, of stars going in there, and I think she definitely put it, puts, puts in work for that team and Cobra's a reeking tough
0: cup. tougher cup. That's true, that's true let's uh let's get into the last segment of the day. Let's smash through this crystal ball segment and run through these predictions. We got seven games here. you ready to predict them? Yeah, let's go. What's the
1: crystal ball say? Mayhem versus swarm. Don't <laughs> even tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Are you going for the swarm? You better have some good reasons to back this up now, though. I you're going for the swarm me clarify that you didn't say nothing yet. There is
0: there is very very few teams in tough history to go you know over for the entire season, and I was gonna go swarm because I think that they can you know eke out just one win on the season. I think if it was anybody, it would be against the mayhem, but. You know, we talked up Bianca Nunez like she was a superstar, and right. I got to go Mayhem.
1: Yeah, you got to.
0: And especially
1: after a triple loss, I mean, they're going to be pissed. Yeah. And you think a team like the Swarm is going to be capable of taking them down? No. Not calling it. <laughs> All right, we'll get back to the Swarm, especially in the off season. I, I think the Swarm needs – they need a redemption season. Definitely. With with Shannon Johnson and Wynn McElhoney, I'm very surprised that this team didn't have any success. Let's let's move on though. All right, all right, all right. Alliance Mayhem, the Mayhem second game of the day, going up against the second team, Alliance. Alliance, you're going Alliance over that one. Yep. So you got you got Mayhem going one and one already. Yep. Okay. Cobras and Swarm. Cobras. All right, all right. Mustangs Mayhem. Now this is the this is the one right here.
0: This is the game, and if if the Mayhem loses to the Alliance and then loses to the Mustangs here, the Mustangs go to the playoffs. I'm going Mustangs.
1: Oof, for the sneaker. All yeah. right, I, I'm going to agree with you there because I want to see the underdog story. I think, you know, after playing the Swarm and and the Alliance, the Mayhem's going to be tired, mm-hmm. and that's just the perfect opportunity for the Mustangs to come in. Sirens and Cobras. Oof, I upset think... of the week. Wow. We're going Sirens. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna call it. I think it's. I think it's a thirty-five a percent chance that the sirens take them down. I'm going. But, I, but I'm going on that thirty-five. I think. I think the spark has just begun with these two new additions. It brought a signs of light to this team that I think they're a championship caliber team. They just need to get to, get their gelling going and keep that success going. All right. And then the sirens have another game against the Mustangs. Now, do you think the Mustangs are going to continue the hot streak? No. So you think it's going to be put to an end at the, on the sirens? Sirens are going to be four and four. So. Four and four, or I mean, sorry, six six and two, six and two, right? Six and two. So you call them double victories on the sirens,
0: and what a statement that would be for the sirens to end yep. the season. They'll won the second half of their games. They're still going to end up in the in the uh, in the three seed, but it, it's because the alliance is going to beat the swarm, which is our last game. That's your, you think that's going to happen?
1: The swarm's not going to get one one
0: victory in. No,
1: the alliance is not going to give them one. Out of pity? No, <laughs> no, I agree. Liz Casale, Cena, Shelly Peterson, uh, it's too, know, much. too much. too much. Too much. Alright,
0: so that's gonna be it. We're heading into the last week of Tough Her. That's right. Next week we're gonna be talking playoffs. Yep. The final four. And our predictions for who's gonna win the Tough Her Cup.
1: Who do you think the final four is gonna be? It's gonna be, it's gonna it, be Cobras, Alliance, Sirens and and Mustangs. Mustangs. Wow. So then it will I hope be right. <laughs> it will be it will be Mustangs versus Cobras. Yeah. And then you're taking Cobras. Mustangs yeah, Cobras?
0: Yeah, M- Cobras. Well,
1: it was eighteen to eight last time they played. so... I'm still going Cobras and the th- playoffs
0: team step up. But then how about Alliance and Sirens? That's gonna be the shootout. That's gonna be the really interesting game. You know, if the Sirens do what I think they're gonna do and beat the Cobras this weekend, I think that Oof. they're gonna be coming in hot. They're gonna beat the Alliance wow. and we could see the rematch of the Sirens and Cobras in the tough Her Cup. That's right. Another thing I want to bring up too before we close out is we're we're
1: heading into tough six. And two weeks from today, not only are we dropping the Tough 9 and Tough Herd podcast, but we're bringing back the Tough 6 podcast in two more weeks. So all the, all the men's Tough 6 teams that are getting ready, you can look forward to those podcasts coming out. We got a podcast for Santa Clarita, Van Nuys, um, Mid-City, Titan and Spartan alike. Yep. And then we got uh, San Diego.
0: San Diego, we got a special surprise for all you listeners out there. That's right. It's going to be a great podcast. And this was a great podcast. Next week's going to be a great podcast. Get your predictions in for week four. Look for that link in our post. And for this week, I'm your host, Stephen Dolan, always joined by Danny Bascom. We out! Listen to the Tough Talk Podcast every Wednesday morning. Every Wednesday morning, new episode. Tough Talk Podcast. Steven Danny Morty, double-love a dub-dub. Love